Climb aboard for adventure. Your traveling companions are fellow fans of Doctor Who. That's right. It's the podcast Discussing Who. Exploring the worlds of Doctor Who past, present, and future. Find out more at DiscussingWho.com. The Discussing Network presents Discussing Comics, episode number 59. I am Kyle Jones, and I want to welcome you back once again to the show. I know we're in a global pandemic right now, so all of us here at the Discussing Network, our wish to you is that you, your family, your friends are safe. This is unlike anything I think we've all seen in our lifetime. Thanks for being here. We're glad you're here. In regards to what we're doing tonight or this morning or whenever you may be listening to us, I'm going to go down memory lane a little bit and kind of turn back the wheels of time. And no, this is not a Doctor Who podcast. We're not doing a Doctor Who episode. Go over to Discussing Who if you want to hear Doctor Who and time travel. But we're going to go back in time to pull some content from the past. And one thing that I've been doing lately and where this idea came from is I've been reading a lot of old comic books from the Marvel Unlimited app. And I was thumbing through or just, you know, on the iPad going through different titles and looking at everything. And I got this idea from old X-Men comics because what were they doing? They were doing the reprints. And what I want to do is go back and pull some of the comic book related or superhero related episodes that we did several years ago in the discussing who realm when that was our one umbrella for all the content that we did bring it up enhance the audio quality and i want to record some new material which is what you're listening to right now this new introduction going to update the artwork and just have a fun time going down memory lane but also give some new experiences for people who are listening to it right now that you're listening to it on Discussing Comics. So our first one is going to be a movie that I have a love-hate relationship with. Mainly, I really love to hate this movie. It just dawns on me that it's a boring movie. And listening back to this review... When Lee Shackelford says just how much he hates this movie, that is just something that has stuck with me for over four years. And it is a gem of audio that I can't wait to share with you. Superman versus Batman, Dawn of Boredom. We're about to listen to it, but before we do, I want to say that Superman versus Batman, Dawn of Boredom, premiered on the 25th of March. 2016. Our original review came as our fifth episode of Discussing Who, and it aired on the 27th of April, 2016. If you have not seen this movie, don't go out and watch it. Don't put us on pause. But I still want to say it just because I love doing it. Spoilers. 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 Alrighty, the spoiler warning has gone out, and I won't butcher this movie anymore in the present. 
I will say that if you do love this movie and do really like this movie, I really am so sorry if I'm offending you because I don't like this movie. But if you do, send us some feedback. Let us know why you like this movie other than the fact that it introduced Wonder Woman. I would love to hear from you, and we will definitely read your comments on a future episode. So without any further delay, we're going to go back in time and listen to Superman versus Batman Dawn of Justice slash Boredom Review. Here we go. Take our discussion back a little bit away from other things, back to the point of us being here, which is Batman and Superman. So for the, those of you who are listening, here's kind of how we're going to do this. The first part, we're going to just basically give an overview, kind of tell you what we thought about it, not get into any spoilers, not get into any... Um, things that were revealed throughout the movie, so to speak. Then, about middle ways of our conversation, we will let you know when we're about to get into those spoilers. So, for starters, we're just going to do a review. Then we'll get into speculation and spoilers. So, guys, are you ready? Let's do it. All right. So, um, ready. All right, Lee, I'm going to start with you. What did you think? I freaking hate this movie. I can't, re- I can't remember the last time that I have come out of the theater with my fist clenched because I was angry. There. Okay, so you said that with I'm such... done. Drops mic. I can tell. And you know what? I'm right there with you. So I want to know what okay. made you dislike that movie. Spoilers. We may have to save it for the spoiler part here, but... Um... Well, yeah, we, we've already okay. alluded to all it right, in all right, chat. So, but, all right, so uh, if you but, were to... Look, all right, let me ask it this way. All right, Warner so, Brothers is the keeper... <laughs> okay. Okay, go ahead. No, 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 no. You, I think you had it. Go for it. <laughs> Warner Brothers is the keeper of, of franchises that we love, right? Okay, uh, I mean, I'm with you. It, it, Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman and so on, they are in their care. Uh, and so that means we extend a certain degree of trust to them. And that's not the way they see it, and I understand why they own these characters outright, and they can do whatever they want to with them. But they urinate them to at their own risk, one would think. And their dismal second-week box office, I think, shows them that they've committed suicide. Okay. So, but they they don't they <laughs> they don't appear penitent. I, I I wanted to see some some reaction to that, but I don't know that maybe that maybe that's getting outside the movie and into into in. No, no, because, you, but because you're giving um, a review. So, so let me ask you a question. Let's get specific yeah. here. So yeah. you did. Okay. So, you know, we've established and, and for those of you listening, I have been on, uh, many episodes of Podshock, uh, with Lee and I have never heard him even talking about his favorite Doctor Who, um, uh, series from the, uh, 80s or excuse me, with the 70s. Uh, with Brain of Morbius, which he absolutely <laughs> loved. I've never heard him talk with such passion. So having said that, we know that he doesn't like this. So, so well, Brain, pre- of, pre- Brain of Morbius doesn't make me angry. No, no, yeah. no, no. We know he loves Brain of Morbius. Or we know you like that. But, but on the opposite spectrum, you didn't like this. So if I were to ask you as a writer, right. what was the one thing, without giving any spoilers... What was, in your opinion as a writer, where did they go wrong? Oh, thank you. That's the question I want somebody to ask me. <laughs> no, if, if the premise that we know from the outset, right, is that two people disagree violently enough that they're trying to kill each other, then, we're, then you've got a huge burden. 
as a writer to try to figure out how to resolve that so that neither of them is dead and we want them to come out on the same side at the end. That's an enormous amount of emotional leverage. And so the the point on which it's going to turn had better be good. Yeah, and I, I agree. I can agree. And Clarence, and I'll say no more about that. Okay, so I'm going to turn the table around and uh, – I, I think your opinion is a little bit different. So, Clarence, what did you? Um, <laughs> I think my my opinion is a lot different from Lee's. Um, I didn't think it was horrible. I thought I thought it was a good popcorn movie. And when I said popcorn movie, I'm not talking about anything that's in depth. I'm talking about just go and have fun. You know, I I think a lot of what makes uh, yourself and Lee hate this movie is the fact that you have a lot of history with these characters. Okay, so. So 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 coming from me, a person who, um, you know, I, I only saw the first Superman from back in the day, you know, after I you know, it was 10 or 12, you know, but it was way after the movie came out. And then we in for fast forward to now, we haven't really had a good Superman movie since then. Batman's a little bit different because, I mean, just because of the first Batman in the last three, we can say we had three, four really good Batman movies. But that being said, I don't think. People today uh, that aren't the hardcore comic book fans have the same affinity for these characters that you guys may have. That being said, I don't think it was a great movie. The story beats were slow and awkward. There was a lot of cutting back and forth. Uh, the whole, um, I, I guess this is flash. I mean, this is a, a, a spoiler, but the flashbacks, there were a lot of them. And to me, they made no sense. That's a whole 45 minutes of movie that we need back. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and to me, it, it just wasn't horrible, but it could definitely have been better. I believe a lot of it is due to Zack Snyder. He just has this kind of dark outlook on all of his movies. And, you know, uh, the same director did 300. He did Man of Steel as well. But, you know, his movies always have that dark tone. You know, I'm one of those people who thought Man of, Man of Steel was an OK movie. I really didn't have any qualms with it. I thought it could have been better. I like how the resolution to some of that stuff in Man of Steel was sought after in this movie. But by the same token, I think it still falls short of what we want. Not only a superhero movie to be, but how we should look at our superheroes. You know, a lot of people were going. I'm sorry. No, no, no. no. You, you, You said something very interesting that I wanted to comment on or ask you to elaborate and you may have been about to do that and I interrupted you but you said that your comment was that was not something of how we want our superheroes to be so what yeah, I mean, do you think we want our heroes to be here overall um I, I think it's a, a trap that we fall into with superman and maybe even batman a little bit but nowadays you have more of these contrarian superheroes like Deadpool and stuff, which I don't really see them as a superhero, but you know, it's grittier. It's grittier than the, dare I say, golden age comics, <laughs> you know, our, our comic book, sort of the Captain America thing, you know, our comic book heroes represent all that's good in the world. And when you see a character who is not supposed to be killing anybody, killing someone or, um, just doing things that you don't expect superheroes to do, it kind of detracts from that character, especially when we're looking at Superman, which is supposed to be kind of the beacon on the hill of all superheroes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I, I like I said, I still really enjoyed it, but it does have a lot of flaws. So I'm going to turn it over to you, Cal. All what right. did you think so, of the movie? 
let, let me start with positive. The What did I like about Batman versus Superman? What I liked about Batman and Super, versus Superman had absolutely nothing to do with Batman or Superman. <laughs> it had to do with Wonder Woman. And I'll be honest, if it wasn't for Wonder Woman, I would have probably left out with half halfway through the movie and wow. <laughs> um, I, I was just that bored with um, you know it it the whole premise of the way they set it up to me went against both characters now I will give Ben Affleck complete um, you know props or however you want to say it in regards to his acting ability because at the beginning and almost all the way to the end, I hated him as Batman. Now, there was a scene toward the end that he as an actor portrayed what he had to work with in such a way that I liked him by the end of it. So can you, know, you that, tell I, me yeah. can you tell me why you hated him as Batman? I thought it was out of character. So again, that's why I say it had nothing to do with him. I thought Batman's actions, in my opinion, were totally out of character. And well, uh, Go ahead. Well, let me ask you, was it as far as what he was doing or was it his hell bit mentality on on accomplishing this one goal throughout the whole movie? Uh, I think it was more on what he let me let me elaborate more when we get into the spoilers, because gotcha. it, it had more to do with what he was doing. You know, the the way that Batman and Superman have always been interpreted, in my opinion, at least, is Batman is the true identity and. Bruce Wayne is the secret, you know, is the, the face that he puts on. As the reverse, Clark Kent is the true identity, whereas Superman is the face that he puts on. So I, I just thought that, you know, the, having the singular purpose, that was very much into Batman's character. But the singular purpose of what he was doing was what I didn't agree with. Now, the other thing that I did not like and something that none of us have mentioned yet, I couldn't I thought that was horrible the way they um, did Lex Luthor. The whole portrayal of Lex Luthor to me was was almost like let's just go ahead and call him the Joker because it was n- not <laughs> what I saw um, Lex Luthor as being. You know, I didn't mind him being the son. I did not mind him, you know, having the hair, but the the crazy, um, you know, laughing all the time, bumbling. I d- Totally out of character. Lex is cold, calculating, and nothing like how he was portrayed. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, and, and again, like from somebody who doesn't know the history of Lex Luthor, I don't think that was really an, an issue. Uh, it made sense for the character he was playing in the movie, but to your point, that's not the character we know as Lex Luthor from from uh, the past. And, and you and you know the. I think he could have been portrayed even with the guy that was playing him, uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Is that? Yes. Uh, you know, Mm -hmm. if you would have portrayed him as cold and calculated or given a reason why he was doing that, um, you know, what he was doing, I could have latched on. I just didn't like that. It made me feel like you're trying to recreate the Joker and you've already got the Joker Mm -hmm. coming in Suicide Squad. So leave well enough alone. (laughs) So. There you go. Yeah, uh, Lee. Um, it's I, funny. A lot of people have really reacted negatively to. Hmm? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I do know that that it has, uh, you know, made, you know, quite a bit of money. But, um, you know, Clarence, you were giving us some figures. It looked like it was first two week openings. It had made, um, you know, like close to 300 million. Yes, that, correct. All right. So having said that, it also dropped off 68%. <laughs> 
you know, in its right. second yeah. week. And in its third week, and, uh, it's no longer number one in the box office. So, And those first two weeks would have been pre-sale tickets. True. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Those would have been people who, who bought tickets before the film had opened and there were reviews out so if i because i, I want to get into the actual spoilers so i i'd rather spend less time talking about what we think of it than then let's get into the meat and bones so let's get go ahead and give our how many cups of coffee from one to five or um lee i'll start with you how many are you giving it well well i'm tormented i mean i'm uh, not i'm not tormented i mean i'm um uh, i'm torn <laughs> uh because because i I, I want to say, uh, let, let me add that I, I I agree with everything that Clarence said about the movie. That as a popcorn film, it, it, it is rollicking great entertainment. And if you try for ten seconds to take it seriously, then the whole comes crashing down. And so maybe that is that is something that I bring to it as an audience member. Um, it is uh, oh, one thing I, I want to say about it in, in defense of the director is and director of photography is that i think there are so many shots in this film that are just yeah. gorgeous there's some it's beautiful. beautiful beautiful pictures it, yeah and uh and some of these dance sequences are just um, fantastically staged so shout out to all the you know the animatic story storyboard designers sequence designers who who, who worked on that but um but yeah it, it i'm a fit because of um who I think Superman is and who I think Batman is and what I expect as somebody who uh, who wants to be treated like a, a an adult by a movie like this maybe that's not a fair expectation I I I want this I want this fight to be um I I I want their conflict to be resolved by something that makes I don't know some sense and maybe that's asking too much uh, you know all right so um, so you, so <laughs> 1 and 5 uh, oh um 1 because Martha. <laughs> okay. Did you, did, did you say one? Spoilers. Yeah. Because Martha, I said. Okay. All right. Got you. Got now you. Now that we're doing spoilers. All right. So, Martha, my. All right. So having said that, you know, let me comment again. Lee is having some internet issues, which I think uh, probably is because, you know, the things that he's saying, his take on the movie, that's what he gets from getting his internet through LexCorp. So. There you go. <laughs> All right. So, Clarence, what did you think? Get one through Damn five. You, Lex. <laughs> um, I will be real quick this, with this. I'll say three out of five. And and I I just want to add to kind of piggyback off what Lee said. I mean, Marvel doesn't treat – so far it hasn't really treated the story or the soul of its movies like superhero movies. And when I said it, I'm, I'm just saying that, you know, they branch off – one movie can be sort of more of a, a detective type movie or at least like with things like Daredevil. It's not even like a it's like a detective show with Daredevil in it. You know, I mean, things like that kind of benefit to them making a cohesive story that kind of makes sense. I mean, I don't know what they were thinking when they did this grip, but they just kind of it's just too messy. Is way too messy, and um, for that reason, I have to give it a three. And that's purely on the action, and and some of the things in the movies just I kind of liked, and I thought I could forgive them on. Okay, so my one through five. If I, well, I'm going to give it in two versions. Uh, my first version, I'm going to give it a one, and I will give it a one because of missed opportunity. Because I think if they had been a little bit more true to the two characters and, and when I even add Lex in there and I'll say the three characters, there was just so many holes. I think they tried to play catch up 
to Marvel a little bit, and they tried to put way too much stuff in there that just watered down and made it too long. So if I were to put it just on that, um, I would say a one. And, and let me add also that, you know, I do understand that everyone has a vision and that Jack Snyder has a certain way or Zack Snyder, excuse me, uh, has a certain way of how he wants to portray his movies. That's fine. That's good. That's his choice. However, you, yes, you are trying to interpret it for a new generation, but while doing that, also keep in mind the generations plural that came before when you're trying to reinterpret it for a brand new something. So that's my first review. The, the second, adding in Wonder Woman. I'll give it a three because to me, as a Wonder Woman fan, I was a kid that liked Wonder Woman. I've been waiting to see Wonder Woman on the big screen. I didn't go to see Batman, Superman. I went to see Wonder Woman. So for being able to see her in that movie, I'll give it a three. She's also a missed opportunity in that movie, though, I think. Okay, cool. I want to know how. I, I, well, I, I, th- well, there's a little sequence of her discovering uh, you know, with the Lex's uh, videos of uh, other what we know are going to be other Justice League members and and so on. And it brings that the the uh, the forward moment of the plot completely to a halt just so she can watch that. And so that that's a lot <laughs> of her activity. This movie is watching somebody else's videos. We, we also see her as uh, Diana skulking about at Lex. And I didn't even know that that was supposed to be her, which, you know, you know that that's that's legit. But um, I, and then she fights a lot at uh, the end. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I, I don't know. I, there's so there's so so much more possible there. I just sheesh, you know. But but now I have to give her credit. I did not go in whenever I you know first saw pictures of who was going to be Wonder Woman, and you know mm. I I really didn't see her doing a good job. But she sold me. I mean, literally. Yeah, I, I'm totally can't wait to uh, see the movie with her as Wonder Woman. So. All right. Do you know how to pronounce the actress's last name? Do you know? It's Gal Gadot, Gadot, which I think it's Gal Gadot. Is it Gadot or Gadot? I think it's Gadot. Yeah. I think it's Gadot from the same. I think she's Israeli. So I would say Gadot. All right. So we are finished with our reviews. Let's get into the spoilers. All right. So spoilers, 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 spoilers. We can talk whatever we want to now. So plot holes, plot twist. Martha. Okay, tell me about Martha. <laughs> what didn't you like well, about that? It was was I just falling asleep because I wanted to see this film at eleven, and it was nearly you know it was one a.m. by the time we got to this point. That the reason why Batman doesn't kill him is because their mothers have the same name. Yeah, really. I think you hit the nail directly on the head. Yep, exactly. So and, and, go ahead. Well, that's all. Just so. <laughs> All right. So, really? so, so, so let's back up. Let's back up. So, so we know the reason he doesn't kill him is because of, say it again, Forrest Lee. Martha. Okay. So, <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> so we go all the way back to the very beginning. And that is my issue with the entire Batman thing. Batman starts at the very beginning with one singular purpose. I want to kill Superman. You know, I'm finding, uh, kryptonite. I'm taking it and making it into a spear so that I can mm-hmm. shove the spear through his heart. I want to kill. I mean, and to me, that was totally against what I've seen Batman as being. It's not bad. Well, I, I, 
let, let me piggyback off that by saying, no, I mean, the, what is an Ikeria machine gun? <laughs> right. I, I, I think the reason that it, I don't think it, that's the reason he didn't kill him, but I think it was more of a, of a catching me off guard while I'm being a bad, you know what, trying to fight. You know, I, there's certain, I mean, like a boxer, certain things that somebody could say to you that you wouldn't think anybody else would know about and kind of just shock you. So first of all, he doesn't know he's Bruce Wayne at this point. So when he says Martha, I could see that throwing him for a loop, you know. But to, to to your point, if he's so adamant on killing this person, I don't see that one thing stopping him. <laughs> you know, but I can I can see it shocking him though, you know, you causing know, him. And, and, sure. You know, sure. and I think it would have been more. It was been. It would have been smarter that you had. You know, you've seen this as this uh, alien, and you have Lois Lane running in saying, "Please, please, don't stop. You know, don't kill him." I think that would have been a better way to do it. You know, but they wanted to. I guess. Yeah, since, you know, I think I would have bought that too. Yeah. You know, yeah. but I guess they wanted Batman that, to then go around and I mean turn around and then now go save Martha Kent. So yeah, I I just didn't I, feel that. And then, like the very next yeah. scene, when he goes says Martha, he says, "Uh, I'm friends with your son." What? Yeah, you're friends with him now. <laughs> <laughs> that I, I just, I just tried to kill him about ten minutes ago, but we are totally cool now. Right, and, I, I and I've been trying to kill him for the last X number of minutes, you know, that you've been sitting here. Um, uh, I did not like but, the f- fact that Batman was older than. I love that. I love that so much. I mean. Mm-hmm. Tell me how why. many times can you re- how many times can you retread the Batman we've seen over the past twenty years? I mean, I love seeing the old gritty, scruffy. I've been through some stuff, Batman, and that's what we got. And I think that's why he was so jaded. I know you guys have an affinity for Batman, and you're used to seeing the prime Batman. You know, I'm I'm kicking tail in my prime Batman. But if you add twenty years of gruff, twenty years of beating down villains and they keep coming back you're going to have a different perspective on everything and that that what and to me that point kind of gives him leniency as to why he's so hell-bent on doing what he's going to do you know okay. i, I kind of give him a pass on that when you put all that in perspective all right i'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm i've got to throw this in this was called dawn of justice not <laughs> twilight of justice <laughs> I mean, you know, when I think of this story, and I'm going to, uh, I'm going to probably anger a lot of comic book fans with what I'm about to say. I did not like Whee. the Dark Knight Returns, and Batman fighting Superman in this way is so Dark Knight Returns to me. And and that was set when Superman was old, Batman was old, Wonder Woman was old, and this alternate what if type story that they came up with. So. um you know, that's why I just didn't buy it. Uh, you know, I just didn't like the fact that he was older, you know, point blank. So, okay. Uh, Lee, what did you think? And see, I kind of side with Clarence on this one. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really with Clarence on this one that I, I, I liked that as that sort of telling of the Batman story. This is him after <sighs> All right. decades of doing this stuff. So, so you get for one thing, the Alfred who has, <laughs> who is always waiting for master, master Bruce to come home dead. Right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's coming. It's, you know, he can't believe it hasn't happened yet. You know, I, <laughs> I, 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 I did quite like that. It's sort of, yeah. Apple was great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I think so too. And, 
So tell me, what <laughs> did you guys think? Let's switch away from these three characters. We saw uh, Flash. We saw Cyborg. We saw Aquaman. And mm-hmm. uh, we saw mm-hmm. hints of someone else that's probably going to be their big bad character. So um, let's start with Flash. What did you think of that brief Flash appearance? I'll let you take it first, Lee. <laughs> it was brief, all right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there really was a second. I said, oh, that was probably the Flash. <laughs> yeah, so I, I have no thoughts other than that. I, I, all right, Clarence, um, what did you think? I mean, I'll just say that I, the, the Flash appearance was completely and utterly unnecessary. Just it made, it, with a lot of things in this movie, it made no sense whatsoever for him, for him to show him for that brief moment that he somehow jumped into the wrong time stream. Oh, I'm too early. Maybe they're setting this up for the next movie, but at least kind of let it make a little bit more sense. And not only that, I'll just go ahead and add the flashbacks, period. I hated them. I just didn't want any flashback in the movie at all. It just, to me, it just didn't flow well with the story. Um, but yeah, it was cool to see the flash, but it made no sense with him being in this movie other than alluding to something that's going to happen in, uh, the justice league movie. Uh, what about you, Kyle? I, you know, I, I, I could take it or leave it. I mean, it just, um, I will say that I did like um, the fact, and I had forgotten about this until I started doing some research again on Crisis on Infinite Earths, but that was something that there is a scene in Crisis where the Flash comes back and appears and Batman sees them and warns them of dangers to come. So mm-hmm. I think I think that was an Easter egg that I didn't get whenever I was watching it. So whenever I look at it from that aspect, I think that's kind of cool that they did that because I'm a big crisis fan. But other mm-hmm. than that, you know, it I think if I was not knowing that, I would have been like, okay, why did you do this? You know, what's the purpose? <laughs> yeah. All right, so yeah, so what about Aquaman? Clarence, I'll let you take this one first. I could care less. I mean, to me, I'm, I'm just going to say for all of the alluding to other superheroes, to me, it just, it just, I would have rather it had been a after credits cut scene than been in the movie. That's just my take on all of them. Other, other than Wonder nah. Woman, I like that she was yeah. in the movie, but the other guys, they should just did after credits. It, they shouldn't have put it in the movie. I'm sorry. Okay. Lee, what do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I agree Okay. Yeah, that, that sequence of seeing video of these other guys, it's a, it's a total pulling on the, the emergency brakes on the movie. And particularly of Aquaman doing nothing. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, oh, he comes out of the water and, uh, he's got his trident and that's it. You know, um, what do you guys, <laughs> do you know who is going to be supposedly the bad guy in the Justice League? I didn't get it from the movie. Okay. I, I didn't put right, two Lee, and two together. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, not, no, not at all. Okay, uh, dark side or dark seed, however you want to say it. Uh, mm, okay. ma- makes sense. <laughs> so, um, yeah. because I, mm. I could tell that based on the, the, the parademons, the, the things with the wings, that was, uh, that was something from Apocalypse. Painting? Yeah. Whenever, um, whenever oh, Batman. Uh, yeah, that, that scene that he saw when, uh, Superman was, evil or whatever and comes in and pulls off his mask and there's the flying creatures out there with the wings that's um parademons from apocalypse yeah again that that scene made no sense in this movie but they're trying to foreshadow the justice league and i get that but that that scene had no place at all in this movie i'm just sorry it it didn't (laughs) i agree 
Um, I, I got a few questions for you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I got a question just in general. How can Superman hear Lois, no matter where she is, she's in Iraq somewhere, right. or whatever other side of the world, he can hear her scream, but he couldn't even hear his own mother get kidnapped. I find it a little weird. Yeah. I was reading about this today, that that, that is actually a scene cut from film that, that addressed this problem. Really? And it makes so little sense that, yeah, that they actually, yeah, in an early screening or whatever, they said, you know what, we're better off without that. Oh, <laughs> because, wow. because I, I forgot what the contrivance is, but somehow we had to show Superman experiencing what it's like to listen literally to every voice of distress at them city in Metropolis. And he's learned to tune out everybody except Lois. Oh, that that's dumb. <laughs> is that a thing from the comic books, Cal? Can you elaborate? Well, it it depends on which version of <laughs> Superman you're talking about. You know, if you're talking about well, yeah, yeah. pre-crisis, post-crisis, New Earth, D- New Fifty Two, what you know, wh- whichever version. Sorry, I, yeah. I I I'm sorry. I had I know I sound negative, but I was go. I went into this movie wanting to be blown away, and I went out of this movie saying, <laughs> really. Yeah. yeah. Um, Can I mention one more thing? This is going to be. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Say again. No, so I just want to mention one more thing I thought was dumb. Okay. Uh, Lex in his uh, <laughs> trying to get control of the spaceship. He he takes off Zod's fingerprints and puts them on his hand and activates this super advanced computer with just that. I thought it was like the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. I mean, really? Yeah. He's taking his fingerprints and just paste them on. And, and I, then he activates the ship. And I wanted to go yeah. one step further in the fact that um, Lex <laughs> is half of Doomsday. So yeah, yeah. All right. So I want to I want to hear what you guys thought about the very end, and the very end being the death of Superman. Uh, who cares? Yeah, literally. <laughs> I, I I was uh, that was what I was thinking by that point. Who cares? So what did you think, Clarence? I I enjoyed it. I'm sorry again. I have no. I, I didn't read the Death of Superman comics in the '90s or whenever it was. I thought it was okay. Uh, you know, um, he made the ultimate sacrifice when he probably didn't really have to. But anyway, I, I thought it was okay. I, I can give them a pass on that because again, I have no, zero affinity for any of the comics, and I can totally see people who saw the comic book, who read the comic book, looking at this and being like, "This is a bunch of crap," you know. But that being said, no affinity for the comic. I thought it it was okay. All right. Well, I'll say this. I yeah. do I do know from what, reading the comic that when I knew Doomsday was going to be in it, I was pretty sure that somebody was going to die. And, yeah. you know, somebody died. Superman died. The, the scene with the casket with the S-shield being taken um, to Arlington, perfect uh, from the comic. I mean, it, it went... You know, perfect with the comic. Mm. I did mm-hmm. not like at the very end where you see the casket and the the dirt seems to be rising. I mean, what what does dirt rising have to do with Superman? <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess it got to say, got to make well, it make yeah. it so visual some way. <laughs> so here's my last comment. Yeah, yeah. It. Uh, my last comment. And this has nothing to do with the movie, but I was sitting in fully <laughs> anticipating a end credit scene. So the, I was not the only one. Probably half the audience in the theater was sitting waiting for the end credit scene. There were ushers who were waiting for the people to leave and clean up, waiting, you know, for the new uh, 
people that were coming in for the next showing. We sit there for good, what, five minutes, maybe a little bit, five, ten minutes waiting for absolutely nothing. And, and, and as I'm leaving, I'm like, couldn't the people that were standing there that worked there say, guys, you might as well go ahead and get up. There's nothing you're going to see. There's no end, end scene. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that probably could have been in just, defense of, you know, all of my friends who work at the industry. You know, we, there are other reasons to stay and watch the credits. But. Well, true, yeah. true. Yeah. I get yeah. that. I get that. <laughs> But, but you know, from a fan's yeah. perspective, I'm but like... But, yeah, we've been taught by the Marvel franchise that the reason is because there's... Right. So yeah, I mean, you just said it, Lee. That's a, that's a Marvel staple. So I can see DC Tony just not yeah. even trying to do their own thing and say, we're not just going to copy them every way, you know? So, I mean, I, I see that. Just in most ways. All right. Okay. I got... I, right, I got go a, let me get... A, let me get... Just a few quick questions. Okay. Uh, there's, there's supposed to be an R-rated version of this movie. What do you guys think? Just real quick. Yay, nay, or it doesn't matter to you. Lee, what do you... Wow, I thought what I saw was the R-rated version. So, <laughs> because it is, I mean, it is one of the most brutally violent things I feel like I've ever seen. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, but, I, I would go into the the same thing and but yeah, a little but, bit of who cares. And and finally, I just want to ask: Is where does DC go from here? Are we still excited about a Justice League movie? Alrighty, there you have it, and. I want to say to everyone, thank you again for indulging us in this episode. I had so much fun listening to this. I hope you did too. It is a blast from the past. I hope you enjoyed it. Let us know what you thought about this movie, what you thought about this episode. But most importantly, thank you for listening. And with that, we will be back next time. You've been listening to The Discussing Network. Find out more at DiscussingNetwork.com. 